The Solid 7 Podcast is a proud affiliate of GoRuck. GoRuck designs and builds the toughest gear on the planet, including footwear, apparel, and rucks. Oh, a backpack. Like a backpack, if backpacks were made to last under the toughest conditions in the world. Mm. Everything they make is backed by their Scars Lifetime Guarantee and is tested and proven over and over and over again at GoRuck's events held all over the world and led by current and former Special Forces combat veterans. The GoRuck brand stands for Building Better Americans, the Special Forces way of life, and a life-or-death approach to building the world's toughest gear. Visit Solid7Podcast.com and click on the GoRuck link to learn more about their gear and events, and a portion of every purchase and event registration that you make will go to support us here at the Solid 7 Podcast. We're back. For good. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, welcome uh, back to, uh, or just welcome to in general, a solid some podcast. We are better than average podcast, but just a bear rally. Each week we get together, talk about whatever's going on in the world that interests us, and we invite you to come along with us. More often than not, we invite a guest to come along too, and we didn't do that this week. I bet you a couple people are like checking as you're saying that intro part, looking back at the title of the podcast at their phone or something and going, wait, I didn't see a guest on the title. And then we that's, got you a face. That's that's why I did it. That was my guest intro spiel. And then there was no guest at the end. Yeah. I'm tricky. I'm tricky like that. Full, pretty clever, sis. Full of surprises. No, it's pretty but- sneaky, huh, sis? What is, is, <laughs> what is that from? Uh, I say it all the time. I don't know. You know what's funny is they reference that line a lot on that Scrubs podcast uh, that we've talked about on here a time or two. It's from like an old ad or something like that. Oh, pretty I sneaky, think, sis. I know Andy says it in the office, but I think he's quoting whatever it's from. Yeah. So, but nope, no guests this week. Just, uh, just us, your humble hosts. Josh we should have Kale. had an atheist on this week just for complete opposite just contrast to, of last just week. Just to balance it out. Yeah, for if you were offended nah, last week. That was fun. Uh, Emily was a, a good time here on the podcast. So if you if you missed it, we had uh, author, published author, Emily Matheson on the podcast last week. And uh, fun was had by all. So go check it out if you haven't already. Or if you have, go listen again. Hey, we'll take all the plays we can get. Let's be honest. Yes, sir. So, did you uh, did you get your copy of uh, the little book of five big things? I, I sure did, and I put it I, on my new bookshelf. We bought bookshelves from IKEA because of the Aaron Rodgers book club was growing, so I needed. And we had like a bunch of other books, and like you know those lack IKEA shelves, those cubes. Mm-hmm. So we had a bunch of just mm-hmm. random books in all mm-hmm. the different cubbies, and so we were like, right. "What if we just put all of these on?" one bookshelf so we got what two bookshelves and then they amazon or amazon ikea had like two little lights that you can put at the top underneath the top shelf thing so it like illuminates that top shelf two of them for 5.99 and then it's just usb powered and then uh it looks dope you're so fancy i know and then i put of course the plug the usb plug into a smart plug so they turn on with my smart home look at you so i'm pretty fancy and i put her book uh on that shelf yeah right up until skynet and then you can't even turn your lights on i know i'm gonna have to like click the button myself because the lights you could just press it and it turns on like i don't have time to walk to two different lights and click like a 
Like a chump. Like a popper. Yeah, it's the worst. Well, hey, before we get too far into this, let's uh, crack a little. Oof. Well, that one had a little, little splatter. That, that crackage got a little carried away here. But uh, little little mango madness for you. Cheers, sir. Mango, mango, mango. But uh, Dodge Durango. As you all know on the off chance that there's uh, some newbies here, Solid 7 Podcast is fueled each and every week by uh, tasty clean American energy in the form of uh, a Jack go. Mm. A solid seven tradition, if ever there was one. And uh, not only are we fueled by Jack go, but you too can be fueled by Jack go because we are, in fact, ambassadors for Jack Fuel in uh, Origin, Maine. So uh, pop on uh, by solid7podcast.com, click on the uh, the link for Jack go, and uh, enter solid seven, solid in the number seven. Mm-hmm. They'll give you 10% off. I did it. From, from us to you. You're welcome. The least we can do for our listeners. So what's good, man? It's funny. We started off last week with me saying I felt like we hadn't recorded in forever. Uh-huh. And it was true. I meant that when I said it. And this week, I'm like, but we just recorded yesterday. Kira said the same thing. She's like, didn't you guys just record the episode? And I was like, it's no, my lady. Yeah, it's because we were so late in the week last week. Yeah, that's probably what it was. But still, you would think like Saturday to Thursday, like that's still a decent amount of time. But yeah. it just didn't, uh, just didn't feel as long. Right. That's you know, time moves quicker here in in COVID times, where every day feels like the day before. Um, I think I just live in a bubble because I keep seeing all how COVID is like. I mean, the common cold Omicron is ravaging everything, but I'm like in my day to day, I I don't see this these things. Uh, yeah, uh, I I could uh, I can understand that statement when you were saying it for the, the for the past two years of COVID, where there was a, a while there where um, like I knew plenty of people who had had it, you included, but didn't know anybody who actively had it. Right. Um, but in a world right now where I feel like that's the exact reverse, where I feel like I know uh, more people who do actively have it than don't, um, I feel like you need a new line. Yeah, this is definitely popping off everywhere. Yeah, but like I've tried googling. Correct me if I'm wrong. I can't find like the death rate of Omicron. I can't find definitive numbers like you can with regular COVID. And I, um, I'll Google it right now again. But when I was googling it the other day, because I I keep hearing people like I got my apartment shut down their office again because like COVID's ravaging the the globe. And I'm like, it is. And so then I was just checking because it's Omicron is the thing right now. And I couldn't find like legitimate death toll numbers because I'm like, I heard, I keep saying that it's not going to kill you. It's just you're going to get sick. But I can see COVID death numbers, but I can't see Omicron death numbers unless they're just compa- combining them. So you can't actually split them. No, I mean, you know, uh, edit, edit in, you know, 15 different same conversations over the yeah i guess we don't we don't have to get into COVID. last 40 Let's weeks or so COVID. but it's well you can't you can't not though like if you're gonna sit and say oh we're gonna talk about whatever's going on in the world that interests us like it's like it's the thing it's that it's that or we do a moment of silence for you know january 6th <laughs> <laughs> so but it's just like so yeah like i would rather do a moment of silence multiple things can be true at the same time obviously um, all the data that I've that I've seen, that I've heard, that I've seen reference, whatever, is that Omicron seems to be less virulent than previous strains, particularly Delta. Uh, uh, less virulent being less severe, less uh, whatever. 
Um, it does seem like in the places like South Africa, where it peaked first, uh, London's ahead of where we seem to be at in this way of stuff like that. It does seem like hospitalizations and deaths are kind of detached from infections, not that they're not that they haven't risen, but they haven't risen uh, in as sharply or in the same percentages as with previous waves. Right. So less of the people catching this are requiring hospitalization. Less of the people catching this are dying. That's absolutely true, but significantly more people are, are catching this. Like mm-hmm. we, you know, the yeah, US, it's de- the we, cases, re- you can find the cases number easy, but there, if, sure there's cases, but if you're not dying from it, why are we signing the alarm? I guess is my confusion again. So the reason it becomes an issue is because are less people who catch it dying. Yes. Mm-hmm. Are way more people catching it. Yes. Yeah. So you still have an issue with the number of people who need the hospital and or are dying because so many more people are catching it. Mm. Right. So if if one person in 100, I'm making up numbers, if one person in 100 died from the Delta variant. Mm-hmm. Right. But and you had, you know, 100,000 people catch Delta. Mm hmm. Right. So you've, you've got, I should have made the math a, a little bit and the easier. Next year, I'll be six. So, but if, if, you know, one person in a thousand, right. So, so, uh, you know, a, a 10 X decrease, if only one person in a thousand dies from Omicron, mm-hmm. but you have a million infections, you see what I'm saying? So it's like, yes, any, any 10 people who catch Omicron are going to do better right than 10 people who catch delta mm. or even like og like alpha whatever mm-hmm. right but way more people are catching this so it's not a percentage problem it's a volume problem mm. so it can be true that this is less likely to cause a severe outcome but because more like significantly more people are catching it like we've we've broken records in the US in in single day infections and that's for the cases that are being caught how many people are just going uh, my symptoms are like nothing. I'm not even going to bother with a test because somebody's just going to tell me I have to quarantine. Mm. So you figure and for, you know, asymptomatic stuff. I mean, we, I, uh, I talked to, I talked to a person last week. My wife talked to a different person last week, both of whom like incidentally found out they either had, 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 <laughs> they, they had had COVID. Mm-hmm. They, they weren't aware, but had like one of the legit antibody tests. And they're like, Oh, when did you have COVID? And they're like, I, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. And then somebody else, same thing. They had to get tested incidentally for a reason other than being symptomatic and popped positive, but had no idea that they were sick. So there, so like the numbers are through the roof, even of the cases that are being caught. So even though it seems to be less severe because it's so widespread, you still have a massive amount of, of people who are having severe outcomes, even though it's a smaller percentage of the people who are being infected. Would you trust an article from the Wall Street Journal that it's an opinion piece? It says uh, Omicron variant may end up saving lives. It was this like the third link in on Google. It is uh, it's far less know. lethal than previous version, and it spread fast. May finally finally push us to herd immunity. Is yeah, I mean that's that's potentially a positive that this is is spreading. That there does seem to be. 
Um, right. Like there's all these different types of cells that make up your immune system, right? It's not just like white blood cells covers a lot of things. So like there's T cells, B cells, whatever, what seems to be important with uh, coronavirus, um, immunity is T cells, um, which is not what you're measuring. Like if you got tested for antibodies right now, that's not indicating T cells. I can't remember. It's, uh, I can't remember what it actually is measuring, but it's much more difficult to judge T cells. And that's why it's like, oh, I'm still showing antibodies from my previous infection, doesn't really tell you how protected you are from mm. getting it again. You'd really need to look at T-cells. But it seems like from strain to strain, the T-cells are doing good at protecting against the next thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if that's the case and that holds true, yes, if there's a strain that's uh, much less virulent uh, but infecting a lot of people, that ultimately ends up being a positive. Now, for those tiny percentage of people who still end up in a hospital or dead, they're like, oh, yay for your positive. So, you know, obviously, you know, looking at the macro, not the micro, because um, it feels pretty severe to the people who who do still have people dying. Right. Um, but yeah, o- overall, like it becoming less virulent um, is is the outcome you mm-hmm. really want to see. That's that's what it takes for it to move from pandemic to endemic where. Um, this isn't something special and different, whatever. This is just one of the, one of, uh, you know, add it to the mix of coronaviruses and other things that cause what we call the common cold. Are you aware of the date in which all of this will end? Who me? Yeah. Do you have that information on hand by any chance? Well, um, you know, you, you, you could probably ballpark it reasonably close. Okay. Um, if there was nothing to be gained politically in either direction mm. from it continuing, but then how will Pfizer and Abbott make money? Uh, well, there's, uh, there's that. And there, that's part of why they've, uh, you know, moved on to therapeutics and, and treatment. Um, but you know, it's funny. Um, it just, it, it, it's just funny things. Just a, it's just a political football, and and you know, it's like you know the teams change directions at halftime. It's like mm-hmm. that's what happened with the election. They change they change directions each quarter. Do they really? Mm-hmm. Look at that. Yeah, you learned something. Now, today how do they score a home run though? They take a strike and they make it into a hole in one. So, what was your joke? Sorry, I talked over your actual punchline. I missed the punchline. What'd you say? No, you 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 heard it. I just asked how they score a home run. No, before that, you 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 said something about a quarter. Oh, po- I was just saying. You know, the elec- the election was basically the direction change in a football game. Oh, okay, I got you, got you, got you. It was you know pre-election. It was um, you know um, Biden's going to squash. I'm going to squash. Trump can't, and I'm going to squash COVID. And Trump's going, no, I'm going to do it. And here, here come these vaccines from warp speed. Mm-hmm. And you had everybody on the left questioning, oh, I, I'm there's no way I'm taking one of those vaccines. Mm-hmm. It's it's been rushed, and I don't trust Trump's CDC, and I don't trust Trump's FDA, and I would question the safety of of those vaccines. Mm-hmm. And they won the election, uh, and it flipped to where just last week you had President Biden saying there is no federal solution to this. Good luck, and then he hopped on a helicopter. Right? And they've went on they've got to do it at the. They've <laughs> got to do it at the state level, and it's been no. The the vaccines are safe and effective, and you should take fifteen of them. Um, you know, and so it's just you know we the yeah. quarter ended, and we fl- and and everybody flipped sides. So basically, we should just take Michael Scott's snip snap snip snap gif and just paste that over these last well and then, last but here's year. here's what's funny is people get um like just so entrenched 
and it's such a tribal thing and it's just rah rah my colors and everything that um president trump did an interview with candace owens and said, I got the booster. Everybody should get the booster. We made these vaccines. This is a product of what we did, you know, we being, you know, his people, yeah. the right or mag or whatever. Like this is our achievement, not theirs. There's no reason to avoid it. It is safe and effective, it, blah, blah, blah. And uh, man, he caught a ton of heat for that. He, I, I think then, I said a couple weeks ago in one of his rallies, he was encouraging people to get the booster. He had a rally maybe a month or two ago, and he got booed at his own rally. Yeah, saying that he did, he did a tour with Bill O'Reilly. Uh, I can't remember what it was called. Yeah, uh, but it was at that that he said he got the booster, and yeah, he he got booed uh, for for getting the boot. It's just. So funny, but then I, you know, there was this, you know, everything's like clips and interviews and, and sound bites and whatever. But I, you know, there was a, a video making the rounds in the last few days that I saw of this teacher at a school board meeting. Um, and we made this at this point when we were talking to uh, Becca a couple of weeks ago on, on the pod. I think that was episode 39, just of, you know, this teacher's at a school board meeting, like wanting to speak. Um, you know, just like at any meeting like that, you, like the public can put in and you get a minute or two minutes or whatever, and you can speak. Mm-hmm. Um, but she also happened to be an employee of that school board as a teacher. So she's a citizen and an employee of them. And she's making the point, like she's standing at the podium unmasked and whoever's running the meeting, school board chairman, whatever it is, won't let her speak at first because they're confirming that she has a medical exemption to not have a mask on and she starts to say yes and they're like we're waiting to confirm with you know whoever's supposed to be checking it she goes no wait you don't need to confirm anything you can't ask me that question like they're her employer you can't it's a violation of hipaa you can't ask me for that information it's none of your business Hmm. (laughs) it's just uh, there's just so many inconsistencies in both directions throughout the whole thing. Um, you can find some talking heads who have been consistent throughout. Uh, but, like who? Um, uh, Shapiro, Ben Shapiro has been okay. thoroughly consistent throughout the whole thing. Okay. Um, uh, and some others. I think, I don't know that you can call him a talking head. I think Rogan's been pretty consistent um, you know, who, throughout the whole thing. Who's more left that you would say has been fairly consistent on the left side? That's um, not in, too insane on the left Man, it's it's hard to say because uh, you know most Shapiro of what could I've, almost be too crazy on the right. You could almost say who's the more. Uh, I I wouldn't. I I'd have a hard time going along with that. Like I would say, Candace Owen is too crazy on the right. That's a better Dan, example. Good call, Dan uh, Dan Bogino, a little crazy on the right. Okay. Um, you know, there's definitely some out there that are just uh, you know going a little more old school and Coulter. There's some that are just. Uh, more inflammatory and and stuff like that. But Ben, like when you see stuff like that about Ben Shapiro, when you dig into it or like get the, like they're saying, Oh, he said and did this thing, but then you like go to his show or the interview and listen to it in context. Mm -hmm. It's not what it's presented as like almost ever. Gotcha. uh, When he's, when he's being bashed. Um, So yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, but it's, it's just such a political football. And so, but yeah, it, it, like I, so I have seen the point made. This isn't original to me, and I don't want to claim it. Like right now, you have the same people who say um, that a uh, requiring ID to vote mm-hmm. is um, racist. is racist and a deterrent to vote, and all these things. Like it's insurmountable. Um, like somehow minorities can't manage to obtain legal identification for the purpose of voting 
but that those same people who say that's impossible and racist want to require proof of vaccination for anything and everything. Yeah. I think like that makes perfect sense to me. I don't know like why that's, that's confusing not, to you. Like that's not a, a bigger hurdle. Yeah. To, it's just, I mean, are you going to require them? Oh, they would love that. <laughs> yeah. Like we're in an election year now. You, they would love to require proof of vaccination at polling places. But speaking of football, uh, Packers are like number one, like <gasps> overall, what? bro. What? Yeah. They're thirteen and three. The Titans on the on like the next. Oh, I guess the Rams would be next, and the Bucks. But they're twelve and four. Bucks are thirteen and three on the AFC side. Titans are eleven and five. So Did I see that your uh, boy is embroiled in yet another controversy? Um, yeah, I saw a reporter said he's a jerk, and then Aaron, I didn't read any of it. I don't, I don't care for the the drama. Um, I just saw the headlines, so I think he. But then Aaron clapped back with calling him a bum. I don't even remember what the reporter said. Oh, he didn't want him to get MVP because Aaron's up for I think his uh. second MVP in a row. Um, he's been MVP, I think three or four times total. Uh, and so he's up for it in a row the second time. Um, cause his numbers are just insane this year. So a reporter, some was reporter it? or not reporter. It was a guy who could vote for the MVP said he wouldn't vote for him. Uh, and for someone who just said, I didn't read the article, it was on a Reddit post and it was like a caption. It was a long caption of what was happening. That's how I know. Yeah, but yeah, so it was a guy who could vote. I think for the MVP says he wouldn't vote for Aaron because he's a jerk. And Aaron, then I saw on Instagram, he just, Aaron just saw saw his one quote of he's a bum. But I don't know anything else other than that. Oh, uh, see, I thought I saw that that guy wouldn't vote for him because of of him not getting vaccinated. Which, I'm sure which that's makes, which makes sense because that has a lot to do uh, with his skill set on the field and value to the team. Yeah, that so. like when you vote for MVP, you want to see who's fully vaccinated and who has. Um, who's taking their meds and who's properly yeah. uh, following protocol in your mom. Now, I think he, uh, because I, I can't tell if he's just doing him, which is possible, or uh, if he dislikes media attention and controversy, because he, he has a knack for keeping his name out there, or at least here recently. I would want to agree with you, but like I do, like you know, watch him on the um, the Pat McAfee show. And like, I feel like I've heard something about that. Yeah, yeah he might. He's. We might have mentioned it. But um, oh, the guys apologized. The NFL MVP voter apologized for childish comments about Packers Aaron Rodgers. But um, Aaron, I mean, if we're if you were to believe him on that show every Tuesday, him wanting to be in the limelight doesn't seem like that adds up. But then you saying like that, like he is, he has been in the news an awful lot lately. Uh, and maybe he is in, uh, he's just a jujitsu of acting like, I don't care. But then like behind the scenes, he's like, yeah, talk about me. Yeah. I mean, it's entirely you know, possible. Danica drama and then Willie won't he drama and then COVID and then COVID toe. And yeah. now this guy's not going to vote for him. And then I feel like I saw something else. Now this maybe wouldn't be his part, but I guess a bunch of people were getting worked up and ticked off because he had um, Atlas shrugged on his bookshelf behind him. Uh, he made a comment to that. Something. He made a comment about it on the McAfee show, and I had n- no idea what it meant because he like he because right before he did his book reveal, he was like, "I could tell you what book it's not," and he lifted up. And it's a huge book. 
And he's like, it's not at what is it called? Atlas. Atlas shrugged. I don't even know what that is. Is that like a controversial book or something? Uh, it depends on who you ask. It oh, okay. shouldn't be controversial, but uh, but he's like, it's not this. And they both laughed, and Pat McAfee made an uncomfortable face, and then he put the book aside and then revealed the real book. But I was like, I don't know what any of that meant, and then I, I didn't care after that. So, um, spoiler alert, you know, Cliff Notes version, uh, like the deal with Atlas Shrugged, um, is that the government just gets uh, more and more regulatory and oppressive of, uh, like, particularly, um, you know, the Elon Musks of the world, uh, you know, towards the rich. And so it's like, oh, you've got to break up your businesses and you've got to sell off this. And it's just that, you know, imagine, like, Elizabeth Warren uh, becomes king, you know, just like more and more oppressive. And so like the rich and the innovative and the producers just start to withdraw from society. It's like, Oh, good luck without us. Mm-hmm. Like that's the the general idea. Okay. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't understand why, but so then wait, so then who's making a controversy of that book on his shelf? Like, well, I mean, it's like, it's like pro capitalism. It's pro free market. It's, Oh, uh, you know, so it's you know, the, the, the whole that, crowd, the, like the whole crowd that thinks that, you know, Elon's 10 or $11 billion tax bill wasn't mm-hmm. big enough. Right. Those kind of people don't like to see Atlas shrugged on. So on the people complaining about capitalism tweeting on their iPhones are the ones saying, why does he have that book on there? Yeah, but that, you know, they're made, they're made by communists. So it's okay. Oh, oh loophole. Yeah. So don't buy. Where does Microsoft make? The, does Microsoft still make phones? Because that's an American company, but I they know. probably. I, I will say, like, um, I can't remember if I posted it on my Instagram or the podcast or or both. But you know, we talked about uh, last week. I got the the Nomad, uh, the MagSafe case, and I love Nomad stuff. I've got, I've had several cases, chargers, uh, the whole nine. If you have AirPods, their AirPods cases are fantastic. Mm. But I will say. It's a little disappointed pointing to like get your new nomad thing and see like made in China with American leather. I'm like, Oh, well at least your cows were, were American. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Nomad. How do you, so they kill a the cow like, here, get the yeah. leather and then ship it over there. And they, and they, um, yeah, it's, it's a specific leather. They use Horween leather, which is out of a specific leather shop in, in Chicago and, you know, pretty, pretty storied and well-known for quality and stuff. And it is really, really high quality. It's great stuff. But, What's funny to me is like they're constantly beating, you know, they're on that that bandwagon. They're not like crazy gone of, you know, we're striving for equity in our workplace and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, fair, you know, eco-friendly packaging and whatever. I'm like, how about you work on not building these with communist labor? How about <laughs> do that, then solve those other things for me? Like put these suckers together in Vietnam. Like if you're not going to make them here, mm-hmm. if that's going to be cost prohibitive, I get it. American labor costs more. Okay. But how about just someplace that's not, you know, completely uh, antithetical to our, our core right. beliefs. How about right. that? So um, speaking of tech and gear, have you seen the PlayStation VR two? Uh, I have, I, I saw a teaser for it and I, I didn't, uh, I didn't have time to get into it, but this is one of those weeks where, uh, you know, when CES is going on, it's just like is that this week. Yeah, it's this week. And actually, wait, uh, upcoming week or the week? No, it's, it's going on right now. Actually, um, Patreon Eric is there. He's been there all week. Oh, wow. I didn't even yeah. know. 
It was funny. He sent me a picture from, he's like, what should I check out? I'm like, well, I don't know, you know, because a lot of the big companies pulled out because of Omicron. Uh, but I'm like, well, I know Sierra Nevada is going to be there, which Sierra Nevada, uh, I, th- I can't remember if it's incorporated or what, but they're an aerospace company. They're, they're working on um, a private space station, but they were also, um, they had a project where the same government program that like created the dragon capsule, the dragon yeah. crew capsule, yeah. uh, and then, uh, Boeing's, um, Starliner capsule, which still hasn't flown any astronauts cause they had some issues, but that same program, um, there were several companies that like bid and put products together in Sierra. They developed, um, they call it the dream tracer. And this thing is awesome. Like it looks straight mm-hmm. sci-fi. Imagine it's like a shrunk down shuttle, but it can carry up to seven astronauts in it. And it doesn't have, instead of like flat wings and then a vertical stabilizer, there's no vertical stabilizer and it's just got kind of these two angled wings. So it's kind of a Delta shape, right? So the whole thing's kind of like a flattened out triangle ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it's kind of got these, uh, you know, these like angled uh, wings towards the back of that triangle. It's just so cool looking. It's the kind of thing where you're like, if I was a kid, I want the toy version of that. Mm-hmm. And I'm a grown up and I want to actually ride in that. Uh, but the cool, like it actually, like the shuttle, it, it lands, um, you know, like comes down, lands on a, on a runway type deal, reusability. So, um, it was just, just really cool. They just didn't win the, the government contract, but they're still manufacturing it for, for other purposes. So they were like crew and cargo versions of it. So it could still be used by private customers. And they're actually planning. It looks to me like to use them almost like escape pods on some of these commercial space stations that are being planned. Like they're just be parked along the station. Cause you can just hop out, hop in and yeet out of there and just coast on down and land somewhere. It's a little slightly more complicated than that. All that to say, they actually have a booth at CES this week and stayed and they have like a full mock-up of it. So I'm like, Eric, you got to get me a picture. So he sends me this picture and it's funny because they're right next to, um, John Deere mm-hmm. because of course, uh, so and which Eric knows I'm a John Deere fan too. So he sent me a picture of them side by side. He's like, honestly, John Deere had the better display, you know, other than the spaceship. That's funny. So, but yeah, there's been a lot of stuff. There's been like, I feel like Apple's VR headsets getting real close. Cause the rumor mill is just cranking. Obviously they're not at CES cause they do their own thing. Right. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I hadn't seen uh, anything. Like I saw some teasers on Sony's VR two. I've he- I've heard just personally, like anecdotally from from uh, nerds and techie people, um, like smart, smart, like computer, like PhD in computer science, smart type people um, that I know personally, where that the, the uh, original uh, PlayStation VR headset uh, was their their favorite of the of the VR headsets. Really. Yeah, this one uh, I've seen it stacked up against what's out there. Like Oculus is probably the leader right now, right? Right. Yeah. Um, this one has a higher resolution panel that you can look at, uh, which seems awesome. And then it's—I don't know if the other ones are OLED, but this one's OLED on the visor. There's no photos of the actual headset or any of the controllers yeah. or anything, but based off everything I've been seeing, it seems awesome. No one knows how much it'll be. I think it's hope. I mean. I hope it's not too bad in price because PS5 isn't cheap at all, but um, people are estimating probably 300 to 400 freaking bucks for well, this dude, thing. I, I saw an estimate for for Apple's headset 
recently putting it like deep into four figures, like maybe three grand. And this was in the context of an article that was writing about the screens in it. Same thing, which it's going to be super uh, high res uh, OLED mm-hmm. screens inside, but then it also has an AMOLED screen. And so they were kind of speculating about that, what that would be for, because it would be really too low resolution to do the other stuff. They were thinking maybe for like low res peripheral vision stuff. Wow. Uh, it was really kind of unclear, but I'm like, I would, man, who, who's buying? I mean, I, maybe people would buy that. You can't, you can't underestimate the Apple fan base. I, I mean, mean, the AirPod Maxes are doing great, and I'm like, for real, people are spending five hundred and fifty dollars on. Well, I mean, d- I mean, have you ever tried them on? I did try them on an Apple Store recently, and I was actually, I'm like, okay, this, they these are unbelievably <laughs> comfortable, and yeah. they sounded really great, um, but not for five hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, they kind of priced me out on them for what they are um, just in that. I just don't have a use case for them, right? Like there's not there's not a point where I would be using those instead of my AirPods with any regularity, certainly not enough to justify the cost, right? So yeah. I'm, I'm not above expensive tech um, by by any means. Like I'm not... Like that's not a big turnoff to me, but I can't, I just can't justify those. I just wouldn't get enough use out of them. I'm not going to sit around and listen to music. They're not the kind of thing you're going to mow the lawn in. No. Yeah. They're Um, not even, apparently they're not water. Don't quote me. I think they're not even water resistant. So So if you you get caught in the rain, you're kind of screwed. I don't have the kind of job where I'm like, I'm going to sit there with those on and set of AirPods. I just couldn't. I just don't have a use case for them. That's now do also I want the a pair? way the purses, the way the travel yeah. cases for those things. Yeah. It looks oh, like the a bra. purse, the bra yeah. or the purse, whatever. It looks stupid. Yeah. Now, do I want a pair? Yes. Yeah. Would I be grateful if any of you bought me a pair? Sure. Tim Apple, if you're listening, send them my way. We'll give them a fair review here on the podcast. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah, just priced out, but. Again, yeah, you just can't underestimate the Apple fan base. And, you know, we've talked about it on here before. It it was a tenant of Steve Jobs. Like, they don't want to be first. They want to be best. And I just have no doubt that whatever form factor this headset ends up in, it's going to be mind-boggling. I'm, yeah, I'm sure it'll be fantastic. But they just, I don't know why. Aren't they the richest company in on the planet? Um, I think it depends. Like they're the most valuable company on the planet. They're almost at three trillion. Jeez. Um, cash on hand. I don't know if they have everybody beat, but it's hundreds of billions. Like they've they've got some money. Hold on, is this saying Walmart? This website, the one hundred largest companies in the world ranked by revenue in twenty twenty one. Uh, Walmart five hundred and fifty nine billion dollars. And yeah, then, Walmart's almost always either, you know, at or near the top of that list. Wow. And then something called State Grid. Second place is $386 billion. Walmart's 559 And then Amazon is right there, same amount as State Grid. What is State Grid? I don't know. Uh, Amazon is third place, 386 as well. Apple is one, two, three, four, five, sixth place at $274 billion. CBS yeah, Health but, is right after that. Yeah, but see, we're talking about slightly different things in yeah, that. I don't know. If this so, is. so, like, revenue is just that's not even um, 
you know, like your profit, right? That revenue is not your net. That's like total. Yeah. If I sell 10 things for a hundred bucks, my revenue was a thousand dollars. That right. doesn't account for any of the costs or anything that went into it. Um, All right. So here's my market cap. Apple is number one, 2.4 yeah. trillion. Yeah. So that's what they're, what they actually value the company at, right? Like if I wanted to go buy this company, how much is it going to cost right. me? Microsoft is second. Uh, yeah. Apple's number one at 2.4 trillion. Uh, Microsoft is number two at two point one. Yeah, I think that's slightly dated because there was there was a lot of buzz because Apple came real close to uh, to hitting three trillion here within the past couple of weeks. This isn't this article headline is I clicked it because I saw the number twenty twenty two twenty richest companies in the world by market cap twenty twenty two. The article is written on August seventh twenty one. 2021. <laughs> All right. Thanks guys. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I mean, Apple crept up to like 2.95 trillion market cap or something like that. Good for them. And they were thinking it was going to, and it was funny cause there's a, there's a term for this. I can't remember what it's called, uh, but it's like something seems impossible forever. And then once one person does it, lots of people will do it. So like it took forever to crack the four minute mile, but once it was cracked, a bunch of people did it. So same thing. Like, uh, Apple was the first company to hit a, a trillion, one trillion dollar right. market cap, and that I mean, it just seemed unattainable. That seemed crazy, um, and now there's several companies that are that are worth well over. Right. So, I just, I guess my point was, I don't understand why they keep selling their stuff so high. I mean, I'm not in market marketing and knowing how um, how to sell things, or what's the word for that? It's not marketing. What's the word? Am I trying to say? I don't know how to sell things. No, you're all right. Mark, I mean, marketing's, yeah. Um, and so I'm sure they have a reason for it all, but I'm like, you guys are so rich. Like, what if you made it more affordable? Would it more people buy it and therefore maybe making more money? Is that how that would work? Again, there's terminology for this that I don't have committed to memory, but there's this concept, um, right, of like raising the price imputes more value to the thing. So mm. people want it more because it's seen as higher quality, higher mm. value. I um, mean, you know, I've heard that typically I hear that illustrated like with art, like, oh, I don't know why I can't sell any of my paintings, any of my designs. Mm. You know, I'm only charging 20 bucks a piece, 30 bucks a piece, ah. you know, to be like crank it up to 300, 400, 500 dollars a piece and watch them hmm. watch them move. Um, I see because it, it, it seems exclusive. It seems elite. It seems whatever. So. Obviously, there's a bell curve there. There's a point of diminishing returns where you can certainly price yourself out, mm -hmm. um, especially when you're dealing with the competitors and stuff like that. But, you know, Apple's niche for a long time now has just been that they they are the, the premium device. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's why, you know, you'll hear people get like a green text and say things like, what are you poor? Who says like I've that? heard that's of a hilarious joke. Yeah. Uh, so. Back to this PSVR, though, it does seem pretty dope because you don't need a camera to track your movements. It's all in the headset, um, yeah. and it, it'll have uh, eye tracking stuff as well. And there's also headset feedback, so you can, you'll can you feel vibrations or if like a missile whizzes by your head or something, you'll, you'll like feel it yeah. go by, which is pretty cool. Uh, and then there's, uh, I think they, the headphones or however they do that is 3D audio. So you get like full, it's like full immersion and that screen goes 110 degrees. So you get a pretty good, pretty good, um, dang field of motion or yeah, field it's, of view. it's kind of, there's definitely some stuff I want to try out in VR. And you know, the only reason I don't own an Oculus right now is because Facebook now meta bought it. Yeah. Um, 
So I'm much more interested in a headset from from Apple or from Sony. My neighbor uh, has but, an Oculus, so we're actually going to go hang out with her on Saturday and play Beat Saber. Nice, It'll be pretty dope. Yeah, a good buddy of mine who I, I who he's was one of the naturally funniest people I've ever known in my life continues to be, but um, genius dude, uh, and actually works in like gaming and simulation and stuff. Uh, and like coding and, and whatever, but he had like an OG Oculus and the HTC five, both of them very early on. And I just never got, I just still haven't had time like to just go hang out with them and mess with them. Yeah. But I just love like the old school videos. I mean, you still see some of them now when people just really buy in and freak out, like fall to the ground like clutching things because they feel like they're falling or they take off running from something and just run oh, yeah, straight yeah. into a wall. Uh, all that to say when I do try out VR that no cameras will be allowed. You haven't ever the... done VR? Nope. Oh, wow. I think I've I've done it twice. Yeah. I did it once at a Microsoft Store demo setup. It was yeah. pretty cool. And then uh, my uh, Mackenzie, who's been on the podcast, her or her, fiance, her fiance, uh, they have an Oculus, and I got to play Beat Saber. It was pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, Is that the one where, you know, you're like... Yeah, it's like Guitar Hero. But it's like, you're, you're, yeah, Rock Band or Guitar Hero yeah. meets uh, Star Wars. Did you ever play so, yeah, Rock I've, Band back in the day? I did. I Dude, did. That was so yeah. good. Uh, no, I was never good at it, but... Uh, I was pretty was, good at the drums. I was I was pretty good with the guitar as long as it was like... once it When you were only doing like three notes at a time. Once it got beyond that, I'm like... Oh, really? Hey. Yeah. I could play several songs, not all of them for sure, but there was a quite a good little handful I could do on maybe expert. I think my default was hard. Drums I could always play almost every song on hard. Um, What's fun. funny is how many of those songs like will forever be associated with those memories. Correct, yeah. For me though. Kind of said that a lot of my rock song knowledge the, is from Guitar Hero yeah. Rock Band. And I'm like that I feel like I should have known this is just American. Uh, Man. I can't remember the name of the song or even the actual artist that say it ain't so like that song is yeah, very Weezer? Isn't that Weezer? Yeah. yeah that might be yeah I was thinking of the Weezer or Red Hot Chili Peppers there's uh, one of the Red Hot Chili Pepper songs that's in the game is again still just very much those memories for me so good memories good times good times so yeah I'm I'm down um yeah, I I came real close to getting the old version of the headset with my with my PS4 and just uh, this seems just very prominent. I like I'm like kind of eyeing it, like mm, maybe depending on that price and if Kira's not looking, I'll swipe yeah. that card. Um, but I would have it would be straight out of pocket. I have no, I would have no like selling something to get it type deal. You know, like I did with the PS4, especially like in in these trying times. Oh, God, um, I just threw up. What's really an interesting concept to me, though, is the idea of like, um, you know, like we've talked about on here back with uh, Mandalorian, we were doing share play and yep. it was crappy and we, we haven't tried it again. And it's probably better now. But the idea that you could pop those headsets on and sit, you know, feel like you're sitting in a movie theater, like you could have that ambiance, that yeah. soundstage, yeah. right? You could feel that soundstage and you could feel like you're actually looking Far at a large screen in the distance and you could sit and do that with friends like you could be distributed all over the world and mm-hmm. sit in the same theater and watch a movie together that's one sad and awesome at the same time yeah well, yeah, well it's they, only Xbox sad if it beca- that, actually it's only sad if it becomes the matrix like you don't oh, yeah, ever yeah, yeah. actually go out and do that in the real world but it's like that's physically not an option for us right now but right. we can still hang out and share that experience well, that's cool 
Xbox had that feature back on the 360, back in the day, where you could party up with three other friends and uh, like what Disney Plus is doing with the partying feet. Like you guys can group yeah. watch, but the, you just joined a party. You saw like a little movie theater like frame and then your four avatars would run in. They'd all greet each other at the front of the screen and then they'd sit down and you could like do emotes or little, you could, I think, send little texts and they pop up, even though you were in a voice chat as well. And then you'd all be synced up on the movie. And it was when Netflix was really first starting out with the streaming stuff and it was awesome. Uh, Adam and I did it all the time with friends. And, uh, but then they, Netflix just, and Xbox removed it and never said why. And we all just forgot and moved on. It was weird. Yeah. But now everyone brought it back. Thanks, COVID. Look at that. Even Have you tried it with, uh, like, screen share on uh, FaceTime yet? No, because the only person I ever wanted to do that with, I'm now married to them. So I don't, we just watch it at the same time on the same screen. But I haven't, there, I don't, there's not a We're need not in my married? life. married? Yeah, come on. There's not a need in my life to need to screen share with anyone. Because I'm never like, hey, yeah. let's watch this movie tonight. Because it's usually just like, hey, Adam, did you see the new Matrix? Oh, no, I'm going to see it tomorrow night. Oh, well, we just saw it tonight. There's never like, hey, we're going to watch it tonight. Do you want to watch it with us? I've never had that thought cross my mind. Yeah. Because it's like hard with people's schedules. I don't want to wait on someone. If I want to watch them, I'm just going to watch it now. It was fun uh, for like when we were doing it for Mandalorian. That Shows the one I two, see make The one or two sense. times it worked. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. But what I, what I want, I want to try it out with FaceTime in the sense that like what I want that the, the Disney group play lacked was like uh-huh. to just be able c- to converse and banter during the thing. Like, like I don't want to have to be texting you. Yeah. Like voice. You hear your voice. I'm gonna be like, Ooh, dang. Did you see that? I want that. Yeah. That was, that was, I was going to say that was my only thing with Disney's yeah. group. Like we'd have to call each other probably. Yeah. But. No, yeah, I, so, I don't. I like that kind of stuff. I think it's cool. Yeah, we should that are try long with distance, something with you, y'all, FaceTime. Y'all have it easy now. Yeah, Kira and I had to do it old school, where I'd play about five seconds in, and I'd pause, and then she she'd start playing it, and she'd count one, two, three, four, five, click play at the same time, and then she'd keep counting, and I'm watching my timer. I'm like, okay, yep, and then I'd say pause for a second, and then she boom, 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 pause it, and then okay, now we're lined up, and then that's what we had to do. And then and if one of us had a, a pee break or something, and we had to do it all over again. It was all worth it. But look at us now. I honestly, I think I've said this on here a hundred times, but uh, FaceTime is probably the reason why we're even together, TBH. Because if we had to go old school and like letters and stuff while she's in Japan for a year, yeah, sayonara, I would have moved on. But uh, <laughs> the fact that we had FaceTime, it was a whole lot mm-hmm. easier for me. Well, there was, and it's funny because I'm blanking on it even now because it's just not, I mean, maybe if you're not an Apple user, it's still relevant, but there was the one app that everybody was Skype. using for video calls. Yeah. You forgot like it last a, week too, I think. That was a thing. <laughs> the name of that app. That's Well, that's exactly the impact right. that Skype has had on my life. So When's the last time you used Skype? Because but, last time I used it was maybe a year or two ago, and it looked like complete buns. I'm like, FaceTime is so much clearer than this. Uh, Skype, what are you guys I, doing? I, I honestly couldn't tell you the last time I used it. Like it, it, right at this moment in history, if I'm doing something and FaceTime doesn't work for a reason, uh, it would be it would be Zoom. So, I I have gone the entire pandemic with not using Zoom once. I had it. I mean, we just relied so heavily on it at work last week last year, and I basically became our de facto 
like Zoom, like I was our Zoom admin. Like I was That's in fun. charge of Zoom for our entire organization. But so my kind of job, am, we just we just don't need it as much. But yeah, my kind of job, we didn't. There, the so. other people use Zoom. I just didn't have to be in yeah. those meetings. No, it it it's actually for like if you've got to do something like that, um, you know, outside of of COVID life. It's it's actually really cool. It's user friendly. It's full feature. There's there's a lot of neat stuff to China's it. China's watching so, you the whole time you're using it. Yeah, well, they're watching you when you're not using it. So, but yeah, it's it's funny as you say that because I've got uh, like in my show notes, literally, I've got two different uh, stories related to like oppressive regime technology overreach on my screen right now. Which the the one I was gonna bring up was. Uh, Russia's requiring, it, you know, it's funny, right? Because, you know, here in 2022, you know, you, you look around and you feel like other than poor countries, you, at least in, in America, I feel like you, you think, well, again, you can't even, we're so divided now. I don't even know. Never mind. Nothing. I can't say anything that's true anymore. It's all, I'm, I'm just going to speak my truth, right? I feel like the MO for the longest time. And I think what has allowed um, you know, like college age students to think things like, oh, America's the worst. Capitalism's the worst. We're not great. We're not this great force for freedom. And these other countries are better, right? Like, it's funny because they've got the freedom and the privilege to say that. <laughs> like, they won't get locked up for speaking out against their government. And so, like, you look around the world and you think, oh, they're wearing Nikes or they're wearing Reebok or they've got, you know, smartphones or they, you know, whatever. So life must be just about the same everywhere, right? Like, we're not, you know, are we really freer than them? Are we really? Yeah. Yeah. It's really not great everywhere else. And to that point, so Russia, longest lead in ever, but Russia's requiring Netflix to stream 20 state TV channels. Hmm. Like, if you want to provide your service in Russia, you're also going to stream these 20 channels that the government owns for people. Okay. Okay. Which I'm like, at some point, these companies have to start saying, then no, it's okay. Never mind. Yeah. No. I feel like companies would say no quicker to Russia than they do China right now. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I feel if, I mean, if they're saying no, I, I'm not hearing enough at all. I'm not hearing enough yeah. about it. That's well, I think I see more headlines of uh, people like just being in favor of the CCP and stuff like that. Yeah. Or like movies, like taking scenes out of movies to, so it can play in China. Oh yeah. Stuff like that. Dude. I, it, yeah. That, that just, no, I think we talked about it, man. I'm still, which, what happened? I thought it was supposed to come out at the end of the year, but the, the top gun movie, the, Oh sequel, yeah. What happened to that? I, I thought it was supposed to be out in December and then it just kind of got memory hold. But There's a couple chain- movies like that that I just saw, like they released posters for it. And I'm like, yeah. wasn't that, didn't that already come out? Didn't that happen already? But them taking that, I, yeah, I'm still torn on if I really want to watch it. Like I might, as excited as May I am for that movie. 27th. Dang. As excited as I am for that movie and as much nostalgia as, as I, I feel for that franchise, uh, I don't know if I'm willing to pay to see it i may i might wait until i can watch it without giving it any extra money because them taking that taiwanese flag off the back of maverick's jacket really ticks me off Mm. 
And it all boils down to because Tom Cruise needs Chinese money to keep making big movies. Yeah. Because they fund so many high dollar movies now. And because it's such a big marketplace uh, for movies, which uh, it was funny. I, I heard, I want to say maybe I heard it on Jocko's podcast, um, but like the number one and number two highest grossing movies in China last year were um, were war movies about like Chinese troops triumphing over U.S. troops. Has that ever happened? Uh, I don't know, but we we should probably stop pretending that we're friends. Yeah. Uh, in case you're wondering, uh, Top Gun was announced three years ago, uh, and it was supposed to come out uh, Thanksgiving 2021, and it's been delayed from Thanksgiving to May 27th. So thanks, COVID. Yuppers. Did I? It's man, I like Marvel got their timing on Spider Man just oh, right. Yeah. I'm seeing it again on Sunday with my mama. I mean, two weeks later, and that thing would not have done a billion dollars. Dude, that movie is so good. I'm so excited to see it again. There's this guy on YouTube uh, called something. I don't remember what his name is, but um, he reviews, not reviews, he goes in depth on movies um, and stuff, and he does a phenomenal job. New Rockstars is the name of his YouTube channel. Have you ever heard of him? Uh-uh. Um, he's, he's awesome. He does a really good job um, talking about movies. But uh, he did a, like a 30, 40-minute video just, hey, we're going to go through the entire uh, No Way Home movie and break down everything that happened in it. So... Now that I've, cause I've seen it once and then I saw his breakdown of it and I'm like, I'm so excited to see this again because this is just going to be even better. Cause there's a lot of stuff like hidden in it per se. You know what I mean? Like little Easter eggs right. is the right word for it. But yeah. When are you, are you trying to see it in theaters? Or are you going to wait? Um, right now I'm still t- sticking to every time you say good things about it. I'm, I add time to, no, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't, I don't like know. you say that like that. Like I yeah. care though. Like I'm like, why I'm like, why don't you want to see it? It's so yeah, good. It's a, it's a, it's a slow burn thing. It's just, it's oh. going to, it, it, the, that I haven't seen it. I firmly believe it's just going to continue to annoy you more and more. Oh, it doesn't annoy and me and at just, all. It's, just eat away. I just feel yeah, bad no, of for course you. you. Yeah, no, you have to say that, but I know what it's doing on the inside. No, I it's obviously want to see nothing. it. You just we look still like need a, to. an idiot. Like you're like, you're not seeing a great movie get at me that doesn't make sense okay i mean i don't expect you to you know like when you're lying awake at 2 a.m going why won't he just watch it i don't expect you to own up to that i just trust in my and that has happened happened zero times i just go yeah he's dumb i don't know why he won't just go see it and then it ends there yeah no i'm sure that's what's going on but no uh full disclosure jade and i still haven't watched the second one so we need to knock that out first um, but you've seen so all the other movies, though, right? Definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, definitely want to see it. Don't know that I'm, I'm like die hard. I have to see this in the theater, right? Um, so I'm not in a huge rush. Not, not mm-hmm. for, uh, for, <laughs> for the millennials at home. The I wait longer every time Josh says it's great. That's just a joke. It's just shtick. I don't mean it. That would be ridiculous. Uh, but uh, you seem I'm not to die like, on that hill right now, though. Yeah. So maybe uh, you're misleading your audience here. Uh, I don't think so. I think uh, if you, if uh, once again, I'm like, uh, if you can't look at that and go, well, clearly he's joking. You might not be the audience for me. But um, 
So yeah, no, it's it's not one where I'm like, there's not much anymore where I'm like, I have to see this. A theater setting is how and where I have to experience this. Um, so you know, I it's probably not gonna be like everything else because of Sony's involvement, where it's going to be on Disney Plus in like ten minutes. Um, I don't think because the, the other so ones I aren't. Know. I think you'd probably have to rent it on iTunes because even like right, Far yeah. From Home, which is weird, and Homecoming is weird. It's not on Disney Plus because Sony. Yeah, sucks. no, that's that's what I'm saying. Sony ruins that part. Like I would just say, I just right. I watch it in six weeks when it hits Disney Plus, uh, but obviously not going to be the case with this one. So uh, I don't know. I'm pr- I'm probably not looking to go sit in a theater with a bunch of people right now. Um, when I bought you know, my nothing tickets, to do with if this yeah, will help your decision. COVID. Yeah. When I bought our tickets to see it on Sunday, the entire theater is like wide open. Yeah. Which I was like, oh, wow. So those people that spent, how much were they going for? $20,000 or something like that? Yeah. On opening weekend? Yeah. Y'all are dumb because I just got really great seats for. Yeah. But see, I don't think that's, you know, like I think the people that are doing that, like I think that's like you and I deciding to stop to get a Twix for them. I don't think they missed that money. Oh, I see. I see. I see. I see. That's my assumption. Um, yeah. I, my mom though, it's, it's hilarious. Cause I asked her, she wants to see, I was telling her when I saw it, how great it was. I think I might've said this on here. So I apologize if I'm repeating myself, but I gave her a list of all the movies to watch leading up like the original Tobey Maguire movies, Andrew right. Garfield movies, and then civil war homecoming, if any war end game far from home. And then we'll go see no way home. Uh, and so, yeah, I, th- if I remember right, you gave uh, Becca your list and her conclusion was, oh, well, I'm never going to see this movie. Yeah. That's who I taught, <laughs> told it to recently. All that to say, my mom literally binged all those movies, uh, since I gave her that list, uh, at Christmas dang, or so maybe like Spider-Man. a week before Christmas. She said they just, they were off and they were able to binge all of it. And so now we're going to watch no way home yeah. Sunday night. You should come yeah. with us. I mean, Knowing that they did the Dumbledore crossover makes me want to see it a little more, but the what? otherwise, nothing. It's, oh, it's my oh go-to. I thought you said I Dumbledore you said double, is my go-to spoiler joke. I know. I thought you said double door, yeah. like two doors, and I was like, Speak, "What is it? Is that a is that a Loki reference to like yeah. the TVA door double? There's a double or something." Speaking of which, if at some point you log into HBO Max and you're like, "Why is the Harry Potter reunion showing up in my recently watched queue?" That'll be me. Kira did it on mine too. That I do want to watch. Kira um, watched that and she was crying. Um, I can't promise I won't cry, uh, but probably not. But I do want to watch it. So I, I I've only seen the Harry Potter's one time through. Uh, for for a long, long time, just they're not age appropriate for our kids. So it'd probably still be true, but it was just it was. Like the movies were in rotation for us the same way, like office and parks and rec and all that. Mm-hmm. And well, for me and for me, West wing, like they, they achieved, you know, like background comfort food status uh, cool. with us for a long time. Where we like, I want to like them. I, maybe I just haven't given it the time it deserves. Like I love going to the lore of it at universal. Like I just feel so, it feels so cool in there. And then seeing some like behind the scenes stuff of it, like I was catching glimpses of while she was watching it, but I was just like, I don't, I don't care. Have you read the books? No, I've not read the books. Part of my, I mean, might be some of, I don't know that it's necessary, but it's probably some of why you don't have as much buy-in, but I was also like, you're aged out. Like somebody, you know, your age, my age, 
void of having already had experience with it really isn't intended to enjoy like particularly the first one or two. So the, the books and the movies are the same way and that the series really kind of grows up with the characters. Right. So whereas you start with a, a pretty not kiddie movie first off and not necessarily kid like book, clone, but, like you compare it to Clone you know, War season one type deal or uh, like first couple. Uh, yeah. Ish. I mean, it's just more, you know, even almost tweeny mm-hmm. uh, maybe, um, whereas particularly like with the, the movies and the books, both like the, the last couple are like good, dark th- stories. I mean, it's, they, they hold up They're They're good. The more so. you talk about how great it is, it just pushes me away from what? liking it more. That's, That's that ridiculous works. stance. Grow up, Josh. Jeez. 22. Um, I don't think. I don't even know what Catch Twenty Two is. It's just Michael Scott <laughs> says it. That's <laughs> uh, not uh, how Jeopardy works. Oh, sorry. What is we're fine? I know exactly what that is, but in a much more, more real sense. Uh, so yeah, there. I you know I I'm trying to th- like I think Order of the Phoenix is probably my favorite of the movies. What but, number is that? Five. Mm. I think that's fine. How many are there? Six. Well, they turn there's seven books, and they turned the last book into two movies. So it's like so six, one and two technically. I think there's eight movies. Yeah. Oh, there's someone right thing. now just screaming at how wrong. Yeah, I am. Yeah, no, and then um, so like there's Harry, there's Gandalf, there's Jar Jar. Um, <laughs> I love that when Jim was so. trolling. I just saw it yesterday when jim was trolling dwight with the uh he's like timing him how much time he wastes in a day and then he's just like have you seen the new battles guard galactica and just completely getting everything wrong and dwight's just cringing hard yes that's basically you and me when you're like i'm not gonna see spider-man and then that's what you're picturing i'm doing as dwight with the piece of paper and crumbling it and smashing against my head yeah no it's a lot of fun to troll hardcore fan bases for sure yeah Cause it's like, enjoy it. Like that can be your thing. That's cool. Cosplay. What collectibles, whatever. But let's, I mean, let's not take it too serious. Yeah. Why? So most things, most things shouldn't be taken too seriously. So if everybody could uh, laugh at themselves a little more, we'd probably be a little better off all the way around. So I actually saw, uh, Elon, uh, tweet a, a picture the other day and it was like a cartoon character literally with needles sticking out of everywhere a needle could fit uh mm-hmm. on them and then the other one was uh you know like the strong man cartoon character you see with like the beard and the comb over or whatever uh, yeah. and they were both saying why haven't you died yet <laughs> that's funny yeah and it was like just everybody relax just okay go get all the shots okay Get no shots at all. That's okay. I liked what uh, Rebecca's dad was saying, like with at least regards to Omicron is uh, for a long time, I thought it was Omicron and then it wasn't because I thought the Greek alphabet was Omicron, not Omicron. No. Explain that to me. I think Omicron is an Autobot, I think. (laughs) Is that a joke or is that real? It's it's, no. Uh, Well, it could be real, but if it is, it's unintentional. I can't even type it in because Google's like, no, you're typing Omicron wrong. Yeah. But But yeah, there's no no N there. Oma. Now, I don't know if it's Oma or Ama, but. Yeah, I can't even. I guess Omicron isn't even a thing. 
because yeah. I'm getting nothing but Omicron. Yeah. So I now, can't even what Google What is it. interesting is when you do things like search for COVID-related things on Google and then search for COVID-related things on like DuckDuckGo. Mm-hmm. Very, very interesting how different the responses come back. Yeah, it is very jarring. All right, I'm going to type so, in Omicron on DuckDuckGo. Yeah, which I actually saw. <laughs> the first article, Omicron or Omnicron? <laughs> um, well, and uh, I saw actually recently DuckDuckGo is doing like a full-blown uh, like desktop web browser. Yeah, I saw that. I saw their billboards for it. Yeah. Yeah, it's Omicron, not Omicron, but Omicron is a Greek letter. What? Who can keep up? Over the weekend, social media users and even several new news outlets improperly began re- improperly began referring to Omicron named with a Greek letter as they are variants to Omnicron. Joe Biden even added an N, but that's not a shock that he said something wrong. Didn't he say, uh, called this, this year 2020 the other day? Did he do that, or was that a joke uh, video? Anything's po- anything's possible. I didn't know that was if it was. A, I I just assume everything's uh it's all dumb. Yeah, it seems like this is a really big thing that everyone thinks it's. Like I'm just seeing. I'm scrolling through tons of tweets of people going, "Wait, it's not Omnicron." So are we all just dumb and we think Omnicron is the Greek letter and it's actually I th- Omicron? I think it's just because like the prefix of Omni is like out there in the common vernacular. Um, so I think a lot of people's brains just, just fill that in. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of people have heard a lot of people misspeak it at this point, po- at this point. So, but I think I found your transformer guy that might be Omicron. I can't tell though. More than meets the eye. I think that's a transformer. The drawing looks weird, but Nexomon, it seems like that's what that might be. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. But DuckDuckGo did give me way more overall overall results than Google just did. Google just gave me like coronavirus disease, the variants. Like it, this website looks scary. Like it's like there's oh, red yeah, it text gets, everywhere. It yeah. it's literally has a countdown until my death currently. It gets really sketch when you search for things like um, ivermectin and fluvoxamine and, and right. those sorts of things that are kind of. Uh, uh, whatever, man. I, I but tell Dr. You, like, Go was just like, is it Omicron or Omicron? Like it was all yeah. fun articles of like, hey, we've all been saying it wrong, but then Google's like, you're dead. Yeah, that's that's crazy difference there. Yeah. Would you say you would search and it was completely different? Ivermectin. Um. Yeah. Oh, uh, Ivermectin, HCQ, fluvoxamine. Ah, look at that. Ivermectin, the number one result from the FDA.gov. Why you should not use ivermectin to treat or prevent, and it gets cut off. DuckDuckGo says ivermectin, and then it's COVID-19 treatmentguidelines.nih.gov, ivermectin, COVID-19 treatment guidelines. And it is like, it's like, hey, normal, and then Google's like, death. Like, that's yeah. that seems like the vibe here. Because everyone uses Google, and that's why there's yeah, you just, fear you porn assume everywhere. when you're going to, your, your assumption would be that regardless of what the search engine is, that what their algorithm is doing is returning you the results that should be most closely associated uh, with that thing you've typed in. Yeah. And then on the right, right like you know how Google has like a quick little uh, thing on the side, like if you typed in a definition of a word, it has it like in a little 
box on the side on Google. It literally yeah. has like anti-parasite. And then it says it can treat infections caused by roundworms and threadworms like right there. So that you'd go, oh, yeah. I can't put that in my body because I don't have that. Just to make yeah. you think. Well, I mean, part of that's right, but it's missing context. Right. right. Like, it's yeah, used like to they're treat not wrong. river blindness. And yeah, it is an antiparasitic. Yeah. But uh, that they're making it sound like it can't. In, yeah, 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 yeah. So, moral of the story, everyone, if you want kind of just regular results, try DuckDuckGo. If you want fear porn, try Google. Yeah. I mean, the nice thing about DuckDuckGo is, you know, at least right now as we sit here, you know, January 2022, um, they, they're, they're doing what you expect a search engine to do, which is to just return the most relevant results to your search, um, you know, without trying to filter or curate that, right? Like just what's most relevant to this thing that you're, you're looking for. Ask Jeeves uh, what an autocomplete ivermectin for me. <laughs> the, the, I, um, I had to look at the other tabs on how to spell ivermectin on ask <laughs> Jeeves. And in case you were wondering, ask Jeeves still exists. It right just now. reminds me of like there was a running gag on Parks and Rec of people looking things up on Alta Vista, like just to show how like behind oh. the times of backwater they were. Ben's right. like, what is it with you people in Alta Vista? Um, but the other nice thing about Dr. Go, what originally turned me on to them is they're not trying to like collect every bit of data about you and sell it for money. Like you're, you're not the product. Your data right. is not the product. So they don't track your stuff and they do a, a really good job of, uh, like rating and indicating website security, like how sketchy is this site you're on, stuff like that. I, I've been, I've, I've used them as my like default search engine for a long time. The only thing um, I don't like about so. them on the iPhone, maybe it'll be better if if they're down, if they're making their own browser on the computer. I would assume they'd have. Well, they have their own app, right, on the phone. Yeah, they have their own mobile browser at least for iOS, but they maybe don't I have a try desktop that. browser yet. Once they come yeah. out with the Mac version, desktop version, maybe I'll switch try it try it out. But at least if you're using Safari with the search engine as DuckDuckGo on your iPhone, um, when you want like if I sometimes the the GIF keyboards suck and they don't have maybe the more immature GIFs, not so family friendly GIFs that I want to send someone. Maybe more of a rude GIF. But right. but the get the gift keyboards I have aren't really doing it for me. I'll just type into Google that gift and boom, it's always right there in the images, right? Uh the DuckDuckGo version, maybe they've updated it since since I've last tried it. But you know, if at least on Google when you force press the fo- the GIF, you can just do add to photos right there. Boom, go back to the messages, send you the a funny GIF. We all laugh and we have fun. DuckDuckGo, it was like a whole it was like it wasn't that you force press it and nothing would happen and you couldn't just save it quickly. I didn't even I couldn't figure it out. So maybe they've updated that slight little qualm. Yeah, but that I mean, seems to be a majority that's even worse than having to like manually switch your lights on and off. Though. I know. I'm like, if I have you to screen record this GIF for a slight breathe out of someone's nose because they slightly chuckled, I'm out. Yeah, you you can't be expected to live like that. No one no one should. Not in these pressing times. Yeah. Also, it's not Ask Jeeves. It's just Ask now, by the way. Um, just wanted to give proper, truthful yeah. information. Well, rally caps on. Yeah. <laughs> Making a comeback. I, Don't call this, it a comeback. This website's just the number one thing at the top of Ask.com is 11 of the best Sherlock Holmes movies and TV shows. Oh. So that's cool. I didn't know there were 11, so. But the, they have the thumbnail is some... Asian woman 
that with slightly desaturated color like overall like why is she not fully colored this is weird looking off you see benedict cumberbatch and then you see that great mouse detective guy so they're counting that as um the great mouse detective as as sherlock holmes even though he's you know the great mouse detector or is okay. he sherlock holmes but just a mouse I, I don't know. I mean, he looks maybe, like more like a rat like, than a mouse. Maybe like based on. I've also never seen it, so if you have seen it, I'm uh, misrepresenting it. I apologize. And this this might impress you on ask.com. Uh, the top defining sports moments of 2021 is um, your favorite uh, athlete from the Olympics. I'm blanking on her name. Simone is right here on the cover. The goat. I heard somebody, man, I, I wish I could give him credit. Like, I, you know, I, it's whatever. I don't watch or listen to a lot of sport. Like, I'm not the guy that's always got sports center on in the background. I think we all know that at this point. But so I saw somebody who clearly had a radio show or something that was athletics driven, making the point of like, okay, uh, who's the guy from Tampa Bay that just pieced out mid game? Uh, Antonio Jones, Antonio Brown. Yeah, maybe. Right. It's what people call him. I hate him. So like, okay, so everybody looks at this guy. He He's the villain. Right. He he quits on his team, middle of the thing, does it in big fashion, self-centered, whatever. And this guy's point was, how is what he did in Tampa Bay super different from what Simone Biles did? She didn't quit because they were losing. Uh, would AB say he quit because they were losing? I, don't, I just saw the video of him quitting, and I knew they were losing a majority of the game, and they came back and won. But yeah. that was my, I don't know why he left. I don't know if there is a reason out, but my impression just from the quick clip on sports center that I saw of him doing it was oh, probably because they were losing and he was over it is why he did that. That was my impression. I could be wrong. I mean, I think from what I've heard again, I'm not up on all my, on all my AB news. Shockingly. <laughs> um, but it's that he it just actually got a lot of, you know, just either mental or emotional issues to begin with. Like he's really been struggling with some stuff and and whatever. I'm not trying to kick a man while he's down. So. Hey, he's wearing the AirPod Maxes in a in a picture on this article by CBS <gasps> NFL. Antonio Brown released wide receiver breaks silence on leaving the Bucks. Accuses team of cover up regarding injured ankle. Brown also revealed that he will undergo ankle surgery. Well, I mean, his ankle wasn't bugging him while he was hopping through the end zone with no shirt on while the game was being played. Yep. His ankle seemed okay then. They are engaging on an ongoing cover-up surrounding his injured ankle because that's the controversy we need to hide is your ankle what is this the 1700s we can't see that ankle and this you know speaking of tampa bay coming back and winning that game and again it's not like i keep up with the league closely but it is crazy to me to sit and watch things like the turnaround in tampa bay from uh bringing brady in or when you see things like uh was it peyton manning that was out for he he was like with his neck, he couldn't play for the Colts for an extended period of time, right? And then they totally go to crap the second he wasn't playing. I I don't know. And then turn right around the second he was back in. Like it's just crazy sometimes to see. Like there's key players and then there's key players. Uh, and it, it's just amazing to watch how instantly you can see them change with or without those people, like night and day. Hmm. Well, I did see on Reddit, and I was able to find it real quick on Google, and I'm kind of glad. 
someone when it happened i've always seen his name i don't really follow him either because i don't i don't care about egomaniacs but he used to play he played for pittsburgh for a while right i think so yeah he was a steelers guy that's where he really got whatever but someone made a list of all of his uh all of his things that he's done like and it's a long this is a like you got to scroll to get to the bottom and someone just has all of it typed out and it's it's a pretty gold um list of stuff trashed a condo and threw furniture out a 14th floor window which almost (laughs) hit some people notably a child killed a home aquarium full of piranhas and refused to pay the man who installed the tank he refused to play week 17 for the Steelers dyed his mustache blonde that's on here and if you look at the photo of him dying his mustache blonde it is yeah the dude's the dude has probably got hit in the head too many times farted on a doctor um froze his feet is on here i don't know what that what that means like literally he froze his feet literally uh tried to paint over his old helmet hoping no one would notice i guess uh required a newer version of the same model of helmet which nfl refused to let him use wait required a newer version of the same model of helmet okay picked out a new helmet and finally showed up to the raiders Got fined by the Raiders for not attending camp. Tweeted the fines. Um, tried to fight Mike Mayock. Called him a racist slur, racial slur. Had to be held back by someone with a complicated name. Then punted a football down the practice field and said, fine me for that. He got fined for that. Um, I'm just trying to scroll through. He got signed with the Patriots. Moved in with Tom Brady. Sexual allegations came out. Har- sexual harassment came out. Threatened a woman not suing him in a group text that included his lawyer and had a picture of her kid. Oh, he I skipped the word. He threatened a woman to not sue him in a group text that included his lawyer and had a picture of her kids in the text. And then he got released from the Patriots after Patriots after one week. And this this just keeps going. I'm not gonna sit here for the rest of the I could sit here for the rest. I almost want to make that the Patreon. I just for the whole Patreon, I'm just yeah. gonna sit here and read this whole list. Some of these seem more egregious than others. <laughs> yeah, I think some of this they're just adding like funny yeah. things that he's just done that are that are weird. Yeah. Some of this just sounds like a good time. Yeah. Um started training for a boxing match with Logan Paul. <laughs> uh tweeted quote, no more white women twenty twenty, end quote. Okay. Right. Um and then the the attorney representing him in the suit uh revol- uh involving the the condo incident with the window he, he quit um yeah he this list just keeps going wow Alrighty then so antonio brown ladies and gentlemen wow. he seems He's- completely psycho nah. and so like if simone biles had this rap sheet i probably wouldn't have been like i'm not going to sit and hate on her but the dude's has something he needs help something's going yeah, on i mean to to so yeah so to uh to be fair and intellectually honest like the dude that was making this point of comparing the two was being very narrow and myopic on like this instance of like he's the bad guy where he's mad because he quit on his team in the middle of this game right obviously there you know there's more going on uh long term uh there but uh oh showed up to the so. raiders training camp in a hot air balloon <laughs> <laughs> 
again, that's just a baller move. That is kind of cool. Yeah. I'm not mad at that. That's amazing. Yeah. So, well, speaking of sexual harassment and on a, on a possibly more, more serious note, I did, uh, you know, like we're, we're, we're out there. We're, um, whatever we're content producers, we're media personalities. And sometimes that does come, uh, with some level of, you know, like responsibility, right? Like sometimes things are just important enough that like, if you have a voice, you need to convey that information. And so, you know, I, I did want to take a moment here, um, and just speak to now, you know, I don't think we really pick sides here on the solid seven podcast. I think we, we're pretty fair. I think we stay pretty middle of the road, but to our, our more, uh, right leaning conservative listeners. Um, I, I did want to say, you know, listen, it's y'all, y'all have to, to cut it out. You, you have to quit with this behavior of just being so mad that you can't date AOC. She's she's had it. That was the longest lead in ever. She's had it. And guys, you've got to stop. You've got to cut it out because there's there's nothing legitimate to clearly to dislike or critique about this woman. And you're you're just mad that you can't date her. And she's had it. She has to be one of the biggest idiots I've ever seen. Oh my, oh my god. I love the I uh, sent you and Jason the meme. Uh, the other day and it's my favorite so far with her do you want to for the people of the uninitiated can you do you want to explain what you're referencing well as per usual like it's just a massive deflect right so of course she's a representative um you know a u.s congresswoman from you know the great state the formerly great state of new york which is of course very blue and, and to be more specific her her i believe her congressional district is actually in new york city um, and so, you know, very, very blue, very, very, uh, you know, COVID lockdowny restricted, you know, everybody's going to die. This is the worst thing ever. Um, and so what happens is she, and there's been more than one person. Like I just saw a very similar story about Eric Swalwell out of California. Um, pictures pop up of AOC vacationing in Florida out eating because of course we're much less restrictive here uh and out eating maskless and at a crowded um uh, bar i believe a, a drag bar i mean crowded i mean like shoulder to shoulder packed to the gills maskless so i mean not a good look not a pretty hypocritical in appearance um and so rather than owning up to it when she gets caught i can this read you comes, the tweet once you get yeah, to that part so, you know, rather than owning up to it, rather than saying, you know, like, even if you wanted to be disingenuous, there was a better play than this. Like, uh, you know, sorry, I'm, I'm only human, let my guard down, got too comfortable, whatever. But rather than owning up to, you know what, you're right. I, I, I was sick of the mask. I was, I was over it. And uh, I've, I've had, you know, five boosters. And so, yeah, I, I was having lunch or I was hanging out with some people with no mask. Uh, rather than owning it, she deflected too, because Steve Cortez tweeted one a photo of her without the mask on at an outdoor eating area. He said one. I have to read his tweet because that puts into context one of her lines in her tweet. 
He says, one, if leftists like AOC actually... I don't know who Steve Cortez is, by the way. Is he... No, me neither. Okay. Not endorsing him. No idea who this is. Yeah, I have no idea who he is. He has a blue check mark. That's probably how she even saw it. Um, He has a blue check mark. He said, one, if leftists like AOC actually thought mandates and masking worked, they wouldn't be frolicking free in Florida. Two, her guy is showing his grow pale male feet in public, parentheses, not a pool slash beach, uh, in parentheses, with hideous sandals. Oh, for two. So then AOC tweeted, if Republicans are mad they can't date me, they can just say that instead of projecting their sexual frustrations onto my boyfriend's feet. You creepy weirdos. Top-notch extreme ownership right there by AOC. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And uh, I didn't even know she had a boyfriend. He looks like... Now listen. He almost again, looked like no. I, I don't know who he looks. Being like. intellectually honest, being objective and fair, he is a pasty white dude, and I say this as a pasty white dude. Yeah, his his sandals are kind of ugly. Why would you have those kind? Those are sandals that I'm obviously not from Florida sandals. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, these aren't flip flops. These aren't thong sandals. These are. Uh, I don't know what you call those Birkenstocks where it's like, but they the, look like weird Birkenstocks. Like there's like the thick leather, just the two thick leather straps going over the top of the foot. Pretty yeah. Sure. These are not, these are not Florida sandals. These are tourist sandals. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, so, so it's like, so that's, so that's your conclusion is we we're all mad. We can't date you. Yeah. So then I sent you the other day and I thought this, this gif is, or this uh, meme is hilarious. Have you seen the the one where someone's riding a bike and then they stick uh, a stick in the stoke and the is that the right word stoke spoke spoke of their yeah. front bike tire and then the neck it's three frames top frame that she's riding a bike holding a stick while riding a bike masks save lives middle stoke she's sticking the the stick into the f- spoke in between the tire um, pictured frolicking maskless in Florida and then the third one is obviously her falling on the ground because the spoke got caught with the stick. She's holding her knee. Everyone wants to sleep with me. And it's, it's just like, <laughs> what? Like you put the spoke yeah. in your bike. You cause yourself to fall. Everyone wants to sleep with me. Like, n- yeah. well, no, it is like there's right. So there's, there's plenty of hypocrisy to go around. It's not limited to AOC. It's not limited to the left. Uh, but it's just, you know, some of these more recent incidents with it, you know, happens to be politicians from the left just are so glaringly ridiculous where they're all a little concerned, um, about the, the elections this year and in 2024, they're already playing defense. Um, they're obviously, obviously, obviously very, very concerned about DeSantis, uh, running for the presidency. Uh, and I don't so, think he can with his wife's situation right now, though. I think it it depends on how it goes. Mm. Well, they're um, all mad at him that he didn't show up to something when he was literally at her chemo treatments. And people, yeah. did you see something about that? I didn't look into it, but well, it just seemed like he didn't show up to something and everyone was I mad. Mean, dude, even, again, like AOC deflecting uh, made a point about that. Like, oh, where has, has Ron DeSantis been? And she, she wasn't the only one, but she was one of the ones that tried to pile on. Like, basically, oh, now that Florida's not doing good, he's not out in front of the cameras. Uh, yeah, he was at cancer treatment with his wife, which is okay. Yeah, like, who who hears that and then goes, 
No, that's bad. Yeah. So, but I mean, they've all just been, uh, it, it's just funny that all the major players uh, on the left have been bashing Ron DeSantis and how poorly they believe he's been handling COVID, uh, anything really in the state of Florida, uh, and how many people have died because of it. And then, uh, again, you know, like doesn't have to be AOC, Eric Swal- Swalwell, who, you know, had a, a very failed, uh, campaign for the presidency, uh, in 2020, um, you know, really gained no traction. And, uh, you know, he's the one who suggested that, uh, you couldn't stand up to the private citizens, couldn't stand up to the federal government because they nuke you. He's, he's, he's also the one that, uh, farted during a live interview on TV. Um, and so just a caricature of a human being, but you know, man, you know, the most dangerous place on the planet to be is between a, a news camera and Eric Swalwell. Uh, but you know, here he is, you know, pictured hanging out, vacationing in Florida, maskless. So it's like, so is this the most dangerous place in the country right now and severely mismanaged by Ron DeSantis? Or is this all where you want to come hang out and vacation and party without masks on? Cause it seems like it's the latter, right? It seems that way. <sighs> Tale as old as time, but. No, it's impossible to uh, have a disagreement with AOC based on policy and substance. I think you just we're want just, to date her, bro. We're just mad we can't have her. Uh, this is the last thing I'll bring up, and then I'm out of things to say. CNN tweeted, uh, and this isn't a direct at at you, Kale. Uh, CNN tweeted the other day, uh, Pope Francis has criticized couples who choose to have pets instead of children as selfish arguing that their decision to forego parenthood leads to loss of humanity. And, um, that's, that's for you, man. Yeah. I, I saw that and, uh, I don't think I've ever come so close to converting to Catholicism (laughs) in all my life. Basically Pope saying you need to have kids and I'm looking at him going, shut up Pope. I mean, this, this Pope's had some real questionable theological stances, but I feel like he's onto something with this one. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's, he's hearing from the Lord here on this. No, it's funny as you were prepping, like, you know, I feel like CNN was adding you here, Kale. I thought you were going to say, like, they finally posted. Uh, I probably used like, the wrong word. They're not adding you. They were, you were, they're, yeah, they're adding me right. more than they're adding you. But, right. But whatever. where I thought, where I thought you were going to go with it is because they actually finally ran a story about how. It seems like um, being fat puts you at greater risk from severe outcomes for COVID and that getting in shape might reduce those odds for you. It's like where the rest of us have been at for, you know, 18 to 24 months. So that's no, what I thought they you were actually going with tweet it. that though. Oh yeah. Like they, yeah, they post, I don't know if they either like ran a video story or just posted an article about it. Right. Um, but uh, I saw it making the rounds cause it was like, yes, th- you know, thank you for joining us all two years later. And yeah. saying that, hey, as opposed to taking all the shots in the world and hiding away from the world and, uh, you know, locking yourself up in the basement, how about you go for a run or lift a weight and uh, put down the fork? Yeah. How about that? Go run a mile. But I, so I thought you were going to go for a fat joke play and you went for uh, dogs aren't kids play. So I'm proud of you. You're welcome. <laughs> You're a giver. So, well, I know you're out of stuff to talk about, but I'm not because space is popping off this week. And I don't care if it bores you because it's amazing. It is nice to see like uh, NASA in particular, like all the big news, popular news, cool news lately has been, uh, you know, SpaceX, Elon, stuff like that. Even some of Jeff Bezos' stuff. And he's sending some famous people to space and he went to space and whatever. 
Um, so like, if, you know, post, uh, Apollo, uh, you, you know, and then post the first few shuttle flights, like NASA just tends to get way more coverage for their failures than their wins. And they, and they tend to have a lot more wins. So, uh, a few weeks ago they launched the, uh, James Webb telescope. You caught wind of this at yeah, all? Yeah, I saw that. So that was pretty cool. It opened this, up and everything and it's good. This, yeah, this thing is crazy, right? So it's been in development for forever. Of course, way over budget and way behind schedule. But so they actually, this thing was built uh, in um, partnership with the European Space Agency uh, in particular. So the, it actually launched on an ESA rocket. So it launched out of French Guiana on an Ariane 5. And uh, I mean, it was a big deal. This was the most expensive uh, rocket launch in the history of the world. Uh, this was a, a $10 billion, billion with a B, $10 billion launch. I could help pay for that. So if you haven't kept, well, you will be. Like, you really will be, though, because this thing, like, you think about everything we've learned about um, just the universe in general, physics, formation of planets, just all kinds of stuff that actually has direct implications to life, space travel, um, everything, uh, you know, actual climate science, all that stuff that Hubble brought brought to us. So James Webb is the successor to Hubble, right? So this thing's gonna, it's it it's actually gonna be in an orbit um, around the sun, not around Earth, um, and looks at completely different wavelengths of things, like infrared and stuff that Hubble did. So totally different data and images, but able to look way farther out into the universe, which looking farther out into the universe literally means looking farther back in time. Like you think about how long it takes light to get here that as you're looking farther and farther out, that light can be millions, billions of years old by time it's reaching you where you're seeing it. So you're literally looking back in time. It, it's a little bit brain breaking, but this telescope is just really complicated and super advanced. And there's just tons of point, like single failure points, right? Where it's, there's no redundancy where it's like, if this one thing doesn't work, it's a huge problem. Um, and they're, they're almost, it's not at its orbit yet. It's um, over a million kilometers away now already. Mm. Uh, but it's not all the way to where it's going to orbit. But in the meantime, they're having like this whole thing's like folded and squished up origami style to fit in the rocket fairings. And so they've had to like unfold and deploy all this stuff. And it's crazy. It's got this sun shield. Um, that it's the size of a tennis court, just the sun shield, because the way this thing is designed, it, it can pick up like the faintest infrared, like the faintest heat signatures. So light from the earth, the moon, the sun, especially could throw all that out of whack. So this thing stays where it's basically always got its back to, to the earth and the sun and everything so that that heat can't mess with it. But so it's got this huge heat shield Well, this whole thing was folded up. And it's this tiny, thin little thing. But the difference in temperature on this thing from the sun side of the shield to the other side is is unbelievable. I should have had ready what it is, but it's like super hot, like 280 degrees Fahrenheit on the sun side or something like, something like that, maybe even hotter. And like negative 50 degrees Kelvin on the opposite side, like way, 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 way below like freezing in Celsius or Fahrenheit, like insane. And they designed, it's got these huge, they look golden, but it's got these huge mirrors and it's shaped like a honeycomb. And they literally designed those. My wife and I were talking about like this, like how do you think 
through all of these little things involved. The mirrors are designed because they know they're going to be so cold. So like when this thing took off in the rocket, the, the mirrors were out of focus. Like they were unfocusable because they weren't made for like Earth's temperature. They know the, the material is going to warp at this like super low temperature in space. So it's designed that as they warp to that temperature drop, they focus to where they're supposed to be. And so this, um, but this sun shield, so this thing spreads out, it's kite shaped, like uh, it spreads out and then there's like five layers. So it had to like spread out and tension all those layers. And there's all these pins holding this thing folded the way it was supposed to be. And all those pins had to release just right. And just, it's just insane. Like just tons of room for failure, just tons of room for there to be a, Oh, NASA screws it up again. And it's been flawless throughout. And it's just like, this is one of those things that's going to like rewrite science books, like rewrite, um, you know, astrophysics and it just massive implications for science. And it's just really cool to see them nailing it. And it was a really cool launch because it was, um, it was so successful. Like they were so on target with the rocket launch that they were able to use less fuel on the satellite, correcting its course or getting it to where it needs to be. So because they did such a great job with the launch, it extends already. They know they'll be able to keep this satellite in operation longer than they originally intended because they were able to preserve fuel in that process. So it's just been a big win all the way around these past couple of weeks. And it's just kind of cool. Cause man, there's been a lot, obviously a lot of money put into this thing, but it's just, it's, it's kind of cool watching the control rooms and watching these people who've put in all this time and effort on this thing, just, just killing it. Cause I mean, it, it, you, even at the layman's level to, to read it, which I mean, I, I have just the tiniest of understanding of this thing. Like I really don't get it, but you like, they try and dumb down these little pieces that us normies can understand. You're just like, man, this is human beings doing just exceptionally hard things and doing them well. It's it's really cool. I just want to see the photos it's going to take. I don't for for oh, real. Like if you're having a hard time understanding how this thing works, I'm not going to even attempt it. But I just want to see the dope photos that we'll get from it. How long until what? we get like a full rest photo from it? Um, I think like fully operational, it's probably about six months, like from when it launched. So pretty, pretty quick, really. But they've been running ahead of schedule on a lot of things. So they might be ready to, to really kind of rock and roll once they, once they get to orbit, uh, even reading about the, where it's orbiting is called Lagrange, Lagrange or Lagrange point two. There's a couple of these Lagrange points and it's this really specific, type of orbit where it can stay oriented the way it needs to be like to the earth and sun and stuff at all times. And even reading about that, it was like, you got to you put in a little bit of effort with your brain to understand it. Um, so even the orbit is, is impressive and cool. And it's uh, going to be like a million miles from earth. I don't know. And it's crazy to me that it's orbiting. It's orbit is it's uh, can't remember what they call that when it's sun centric, but it's orbiting the sun and not earth which is a little, a little crazy to, to wrap your head around too, I feel like. Um, but what's going to be really cool is when we can get composite photos where it's like they can take images we have of things from Hubble in like one spectrum of light and stuff and combine those with these images. Even it's going to be able to see farther out just in distance and in into the past. 
but to see it kind of fill in the blanks on some of the like the light spectrum that Hubble can't see. That's when you really get these really, mm. really cool images yeah. uh, and stuff. So it's just awesome. But it's what's funny because of the type of orbit this thing is in, there's no rescue mission. There's no like, cause I, it's pretty well known. Like Hubble had issues with its optics and all kinds of stuff. And they, those were really difficult, really harrowing shuttle missions to go out and make those repairs. And luckily they were successful, but it was, it was in a really high orbit. I mean, you know, um, Hubble orbits, I think, somewhere out beyond 500 miles. I mean, it's a crazy high orbit around Earth. But the shuttle could get there. But, like, where uh, where the James Webb is going, like, at least with current technology, who knows what Elon's going to do next year. Uh, but there's no going out to fix this thing if it goes wrong. So seeing it all go right uh, has been really, really cool. So there, uh, you know, we're recording Thursday night again tomorrow. So... I said the the main the primary mirror is is in these in this like honeycomb shape, uh, and so the two outside wings of it were actually folded back to fit inside the fairing of the rocket. So that's like the next the the, the I think really the two big last things that really really need to go right. They're gonna fold one of those in place uh, tomorrow, and then one on Saturday. And if those both go well, man, it's it's off to the races. So it's it's cool to see. It's worth if you haven't heard about it. If you're like, well, what are you guys talking about? Look it up. It's cool. There's some like some quick, easy videos and stuff. What was really funny is, and, uh, you know, shout out to NASA's comms people. So NASA runs all these different Twitter and Instagram accounts. So there's some that are based like it's just information about the sun. One's just information about Earth, just information about the moon, all this different stuff. So the team that does the James Webb Telescope has their own Twitter and Instagram accounts for that. And once they deployed their deployed their uh, solar shield. They they blocked they blocked the NASA Sun account, the NASA Moon account, and the NASA Earth account. Mm-hmm. Because that's that's what the solar shield is doing, is blocking um, light from those things. So they blocked the account. So it's a little a little little cheeky, a little little fun. So I'm like, oh, good for you, nerds. That's way cute. to make it way to make a joke. You're adorable. Funny that someone thought to do that. So but I mean, they've been on a pretty good run. Like the, you know, we talked about a lot on here early on in the podcast because it was really fresh. Like the Perseverance rover, um, you know, with the the helicopter along Ingenuity helicopter along with it uh, on Mars, still just cranking out and doing awesome. Engine the the helicopter um, has gone way beyond its intended mission. Like they're still they're still doing flights with it, and they're still doing like more ambitious flights. So. Um, flying either farther from the rover itself or just fl- farther distances total, um, so they're on they're on a good good little run. So hopefully that continues with SLS, um, you know the the big space launch system rocket. Um, you know I I was hopeful for like a February launch, and now it's looking like maybe May at the earliest. So they've had some some delays there, but um we'll probably see a, a wet dress rehearsal so you'll actually get to see that thing roll out to a launch pad that's kind of cool seeing a giant rocket like that roll out of mm-hmm. the the vehicle assembly building for the first time in a long time uh to do so they do everything but launch so they actually fuel it they do the countdowns the whole night so it's a, a wet dress rehearsal just like it sounds like but probably may at the earliest that we actually get to see that thing launch but that's something that i will i will be present for so seeing something with two solid rocket boosters bigger than the ones that were on the shuttle I'm in. Yeah, it's cool. I'm down. I'll, I'll buy that ticket. Yeah. Well, I'll end with so. this last uh, note for you, Kale. Uh, Moderna CEO warns people may need the fourth COVID shot. 
um, as the boosters will likely decline over time. And it looks like it might be fall when you'll need your fourth booster shot. Well, looky, looky. Yeah, I'd seen some data already. I can't remember if it was on Moderna or Pfizer. Um, like the effectiveness uh, peaked at two weeks um, and, and had already dropped in, down to like their, <coughs> excuse me, 30% effectiveness after like 10 weeks. What they, what I don't know if I've seen them break down is like what level of effectiveness though are they talking about in preventing transmission or are they talking about preventing hospitalization and reducing severity? Right. So again, for the latter, there's still a strong argument that the, um, that the vaccines are doing that well. Uh, and for the people in the higher risk categories, you should probably go get vaccinated uh, for everybody else. You got to do, you got to do your, your own math. So my body, my choice. What? That's what some people are saying out there. I saw How some memes with you? that today. That's why I said that. Don't be offended people. Dear God. Yeah. Well, that's a double edged sword. So they go, Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But you have, right. Like if you want to use that me, uh, but you not getting the vaccine will affect me is a line of thought. But now, even with the vaccine, you can still spread it. So that argument actually does hold up, actually, as I'm figuring out out loud right now. Right? So, uh, what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> well, like, because I, people, I kept seeing memes that at the beginning of the vaccine stuff of people using that back at the the right using it back at the left saying my body my choice um as a jab for abortions obviously but then the rebuttal from from the left to the right would have was always you getting um you having a baby doesn't or you having an abortion doesn't affect me but you not getting the vaccine affects me because you could give me covid you can't give me a baby unless obvious obvious but uh, but with the vaccine, you can still get and receive, you can still receive and spread COVID. Yeah. So that I mean, we, my body, my choice are you actually technically does work for the people that want to say that. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess it does. I'm just not a fan of that in them going, Oh, okay. You believe in my body, my choice now, which when we're talking about abortion, it's, it's not your body. It's a totally different and distinct set of DNA, but that's, you know, for another podcast. Um, that's but, a virus inside of them. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you know, again, I like to try and keep things as intellectually as honest as possible. Well, that's what I was so, trying to say. I'm like, so technically, yeah. no, I'm, that's, I'm saying objectively, I think technically they are correct. Both sides. Yeah. Are correct on the whole like yeah you're right the thing doesn't well i just like you know yeah and and uh, and we've talked about right like it that we, we know right now that the vaccines don't seem to be doing a, a good job or <laughs> hardly any job at all at preventing transmission so that do it for your neighbor that part of that argument as far as i'm not going to transmit it to them doesn't doesn't hold water the better argument for the vaccine still is that they reduce uh, they greatly reduce your potential for a severe outcome, you know, a hospitalization or, or a death. They are doing that well. Now, your risk for that based on your health, your age, your any number of factors might already be so low 
that you don't see, you don't, you weigh the math and you don't see any benefit to that. There is with this wave, a little bit of a societal argument back in there in that because of the sheer volume of infections, taking it all the way back to the beginning of the episode here, but because so many people are getting infected, even though a smaller percentage require hospitalization, the number that do require hospitalization is still large. So this wave, it's still a big, big strain on the hospitals, not so much the ICUs. They're still not even seeing as many severe cases there, but it's still requiring some people to go to the hospital. It's a big strain on, on the healthcare system, mm-hmm. you know? So there's a, a bit of legitimacy to, you know, back to somewhat of a societal argument uh, for getting vaccinated there. But again, depending on, your demographics, your health, whatever, uh, you might be somebody that's already at a very, very, very small uh, percentage chance of hospitalization anyway. So you kind of get back to the Babylon B joke of, you know, Pfizer vaccine, you know, reduces, uh, you know, COVID risk in kids from almost zero to almost zero. Like there's really <laughs> some truth to that. Um, so, well, I'm done talking about COVID for the evening. Let's let the folks get on with the rest of their day. Aren't we all? So, listeners, as always, we love you. We mean it. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to take that next step in support, you can always visit the podcast uh, website, solid7podcast.com, solid7podcast.com. On there, you'll find links to the latest episode, which you've just listened to and don't really need. Though, when you're listening to this right now, it might not be the latest one. When you're listening, we might have released several more, but the link to the latest podcast always uh, right there at the top of that site. But also you can find uh, our affiliate links. So uh, uh, goruck.com, their gear and their events, um, Origin Main, Jocko Fuel, hit up any of those websites uh, and any purchase you make, registration you make for GoRuck events uh, goes to help support a little bit little bit goes to help support uh, the podcast and if you're on origin main or jockfield.com you can use the promo code solid seven s-o-l-i-d seven and you will get 10 percent off no need to thank us you are already welcome. welcome on there though you can also find links to all of our social media twitter which we're never really on instagram facebook uh instagram's really where we're doing it all everything else just overflows but We'd love to have you follow us. You can rate us right on there. And if you really, really want to be next level, you can click on the Patreon link right there. Become a Patreon supporter, $5 a month, $10 a month. Uh, We'll get you bonus content uh, each and every week with very, 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 very rare exception. And at the $10 level, you even get a better than average solid seven coffee (laughs) from which you can consume any beverage of your choice. But all of that support means the world to us, helps us out. Uh, And if nothing else, if you can rate the podcast, review the podcast, share the podcast with friends and family. Hey, we love that too. And uh, Josh, I miss you. I miss you, buddy. I'm looking at you right now. People are like, aren't, aren't you guys by the, it's it's the magic of technology. Mm, they would have never it's known. The magic of, of, of technology. I'm, like, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to the listeners. So, but, and listeners, we, we miss you too. So we haven't kicking around. We're coming up on, uh, we're coming up on the old week 52. We're coming up on a year of this. So it probably calls for something big. It probably calls for something special. (laughs) Maybe a five hour podcast. I think I'm thinking, I'm feeling, I'm going to put this out there right now. Like an actual live recording, like an actual, like come be present as we record where we'll figure it out. Mm. Okay. I've got, okay. I've got thoughts. I've got thoughts. 
Okay, so, okay, okay, okay. But uh, until next time, listeners, we love you. We mean it. Have a great life. We're out. <laughs>